And welcome back to my podcast, lovelies. This is your lovely Abby Dagren. And today I'll be doing a podcast on Cara Delevingne. I'll be speaking on her natal chart analysis, her natal chart, and speaking on her personality traits, her characteristic traits, and how a lot of her natal chart placements have led to a lot of their success. So please stay tuned for the rest of my video, lovelies. If you have not yet been a part of the Abby Dagren family, then this is your calling to do so. Please make sure you hit that link tree up above. Also, please support my SC store and my PayPal in the link tree. Now let's get right into the podcast, lovelies. Kara was born on August 12, 1992, and this qualifies her to be a Leo. So having a Leo in the sun section, she tends to be very passionate. She tends to be a very warm person, as well as also being a bold person, and also very intense. And also loving to be the center of attention. And this does come with, you know, having a Leo in the sun section because Leo is ruled by the sun. So it's a good placement to have for attention. They are very energetic people. That comes from being a fire sign. They tend to be very confident as well. They're very charming. They're very playful. They do have a huge ego. They're very bold. And they're always going to have their own back. So this really does describe her in the best way. Next up is her moon in Aquarius. And having a moon in Aquarius can be actually one of the hardest placements to have. I would think it would be Capricorn or Scorpio. But this one's also hard because she really doesn't show her emotions. And this also shows that she's very talented and she's very intelligent and somewhat has a difficult relationship with her mother. However, she is very smart. She's very friendly. She's very approachable. She's very open-minded and likes to be a socializing person. She can at times be detached and she may need freedom because that's something that comes with Aquarius energy freedom. She may be a humanitarian and she's very creative. She's also very observant and she does have a great imagination. So this describes her from her moon sign. Next up is her Leo Mercury and this is good because having her sun sign and Mercury in the same placement is very great. She's able to articulate herself in a better manner and at times she may draw a crowd and have an incredible flair. She's also the type of person that is very dynamic with the quality of her voice. She usually gives speeches and loves her own voice. She's also colorful whenever happy or sad. You'll be able to see a base off of her clothing. She's very uplifting. She's also motivating. She's enthusiastic. She's very strong. She's very lively. And she loves to speak rather than listen at times. She has positive feelings. She's good at building confidence. She's has a delicate ego and pride. So this is something that comes with her Mercury section. 
Next up is her Venus in Virgo. And with this placement, she takes her relationships very seriously. And she will do whatever it's necessary to please her significant other or whether it's their friend. So she's willing to work and dedicate herself in a relationship. She may be sensitive and may be insecure at times or reserved. And she's not the first to make the first move but if the other person makes the move first she will more than likely love to be with them she's a great listener and analyzes her partner she tries to be helpful and she needs to be appreciated for all the things that she does she doesn't jump into relationships easily however if you give her the first opening she will take it she's not overly romantic and is easy to please but just don't play mind games with her Next up is her Mars in Gemini. So with this placement, she is a great communicator. And that's her way of being who she is. She's going to communicate well with you. And it makes sense because Gemini is ruled by Mercury. Communication is a must with Geminis. And she is an effective speaker and thrives on an exchange of ideas. She has a lot of energy. She's very versatile. She does have wit. And she's very eloquent and she has a lot of great networking skills. She's also very resourceful. So resources are never an issue with her. Her energies get turned on quickly whenever anything interests her. She does have a short attention span and it may be difficult for her to complete tasks because of that. However, she does love to argue. She loves to debate. And she does have a spirit of friendliness. So this actually helps her and works in her behalf. Next up is her Jupiter in Virgo. And she's the type of person that magnifies her strong work ethic. And she does have a stern moral code. So this kind of equates to any earth sign. They do love to work. They have a strong work ethic. They at times can be workaholics. And she has hobbies that develop extremely successful careers. She does have a stern moral code as well, so she tries her best to be the type of person she wants other people to treat her like. She's also very diligent, and she's going to make sure that anything that she does, she's going to take her time and make sure it's done. She's also a very organized person, and that does come with a Virgo placement. Being organized is something that they need in order for them to do things in life because they're very calculated and being organized really helps them with accomplishing their goals. So this is a great placement to have. Next up is her Saturn Aquarius and she tends to be very reserved in her actions so you may not know what she's doing at the moment and she loves to keep these thoughts to herself. Even though her thoughts are considered to be unconventional, those thoughts in the future, even if she implements it, she'll be able to be very innovative. Having this placement really helps you become a forward-thinking person, and she loves to use creative problem-solving skills to solve any problems around her. Learning to work together in order to benefit the whole is something that she also thinks about. She likes working with others to make sure that society is a better place to be in, and she loves to support humanitarian causes because, you know, Aquarius does connect with humanitarianism. So having this placement really helps her be the type of person she needs to be. 
Next up is her Uranus in Capricorn. And she is a person that is all about planning for the future. And this is what gives her stability as well and gives her comfort because she wants to make sure that in the future in regards to her and also her family to come, that everyone is perfectly fine and everyone is good financially as well as everyone is good wealth-wise as well or with buildings and stuff or houses so planning for the future is something that she will always look into and because of this this will make her an automatic innovator she will try her best to find different ways to make money and different ways to make sure that her income never lessens and it only gets bigger she is a person that loves peer group as well and loves seeing solutions that are changing society and its customs. And she will be at the forefront to make sure that things become better for the future. Up next is her Neptune in Capricorn, and this continues on from the previous placement. She tends to focus on ways to increase her power, wealth, and influence. She does have a lot of family members that are in higher places. That will also make sure that she's well and make sure that any of her family members are good. So this isn't really hard for her to accomplish. She is not only a person that has the placements that will help her, but she also has the family to help back her and everything that she wants done. So having this placement isn't shocking. It's not only helpful to her, but also the family members she's around helps her to accomplish all the wealth and all the power that she would like to gain in her lifetime and even lifetimes to come with her family and her children and everyone in general. Next up is her Pluto in Scorpio and she's able to qualify for this placement because she was born between 1984 and 1995. So she is a millennial. They tend to have an attitude in regards to facing things that people may consider that are scary and that people will not like. She does love to be at a time of revolution and at a time of movements that help society as a whole. She's always looking deeper into any situation to discover what's going on behind the scenes and she wants to make sure that everyone is able to have freedom and everyone is able to do what they would like to do with their life. She always will do intense research on different topics and discover different areas that other people may not really look to or other generations previous to her have not looked into because they weren't considered cool or they were considered very bad. Next up, Lovelies, is her North Node in Sagittarius. And in order for her to uncover her hidden gifts and talents, she will need to have reliance on intuition, prophetic abilities, and invisible guidance. She will need to speak from a higher conscience level. She needs to be spontaneous. She has a direct communication free from censorship, trusting herself, spending time alone and in nature, having patience, intuitive listening, hearing the meaning behind words, Freeing her mind and exploring the horizons, learning the way of the spirit, connecting to nature, teaching and inspiring others to live a life of splendidness, giving up superficial connections in exchange for divine connections, focusing on her energies on intellectual and spiritual pursuits, and finding an emotional connection to a project before she starts it. 
Last but not least is her Chiron in Leo. And the room with this placement tends to feel as though their talents or their creative abilities are overlooked or they feel as though their ideas and creative abilities do not matter or they're just terrible and they're not able to feel as though they're good enough to put out ideas or they don't feel as though they're good enough to have their talents or show their talents with the world or with themselves. They feel ashamed and they feel awkward and they just feel like they're not talented people. However, that's the opposite. This has probably happened at childhood when maybe their parents or somebody in their family or in general made them feel like what they did was just weird or just wasn't unique. However, in order for them to heal, they will need to awaken the gift of creative expression and express themselves openly without doubt and show people what they can do. So being creative is something that will help and heal that wound that they've always had. For them to know that their creative talents are beautiful and that their gifts are wonderful and they should not only share it with the world but also with themselves. That's all I have for you lovelies today in regards to the natal chart analysis on Cara. Please let me know in the voice messages how you felt about it. And thank you so much for supporting me. And I'll see you guys in my next podcast. Bye lovelies.